0: Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto 101 Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Paul, joined as always by my notorious compadre, Pizza Mind. How you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, It's another great day over here in Texas. The weather's finally cooling down so we can go out and get some exercise. Um, I've gotten a lot of compliments on my set for the different little things that I've got on my desk. If you're listening to the audio-only version, you got to check us out on YouTube. Uh, I've got some boxing gloves and some belts around the desk. (laughs) So people have been asking me, you know, what's next over here? And I was thinking of getting my old karate trophy from when I was 11 years old, and I won my very first tournament. Just because people (laughs) would never believe that I could actually fight. Just to have that proof and justification, this isn't just props on the set these are real tools of survival
0: yeah we need we need some uh some crypto 101 knuckle tape or something like that yes
1: we've Um, been in the trenches fighting every bare bare
0: knuckle bare knuckle brawling uh all sorts of different fools on the order books that's Uh, right today but today we're going to talk to uh an absolute legend in the fighting world and uh in the sports league um world guys we don't typically have on people that aren't crypto developers or hedge fund guys or anything like that, but today, we have a very interesting uh, kind of schedule here for you guys. We have Robert Bryan, who's the founder of Karate.com and the Karate DAO uh, here joining us today. So, uh, Robert, welcome to Crypto 101.
2: Hey, guys. Um, thank you guys
0: for having me on. I, I look forward to, uh, you know, providing
2: a, a unique view. I I can almost guarantee this will be one of the craziest pro- projects you guys have ever heard. So I, I look forward to speaking yeah. about it.
0: You're in the right place then, man. And I think everybody who's at home listening is in the right place as well. Um, and, and, and let's just dive straight in. Like people are listening and the first thing they're thinking is, how in the world does karate.com and this you know, prolific sports fighting league, how does that intersect With all the stuff that we've been learning on Crypto 101 for the past several years.
2: Well, I I think what we're doing is is we're the first ones to do this. And I think it's revolutionary because these crypto tools allow the fans to connect with the athletes, with us, the fighters, in a way that they've never been able to do before. And, you know, I encourage other people to follow our project because I think it'll change the sports landscape. And I think given the benefits our league will have from utilizing these web 3 tools will entice a number of other organizations coming over from the traditional sports league um, to go down the same road that that we're going down today
1: what are some of the i guess shifting changes in the market that made you want to go to a dow in the first place i mean you're going along you've got this amazing league the number one striking league in the world if i'm not mistaken and that wasn't enough in your mind for you to ring like, okay, this is a success. Yeah, i made it
0: officially. (laughs) Well,
1: it's a confluence of a few things. So, um,
2: you know, overall, to be honest, you know, we we just had, we got the idea about a year ago. And we said, look, this is going to be the future. And we we're so excited about it. We dropped everything and started running to that goal. And even though, as you say, we're the number one sports league, our goal is to become the number one combat sports league. And the only way we believe to do that is to use new tools that our competition doesn't. We think that DAO enables us to do that. Why, we've, why we're why we doing it now, to be honest, a lot of the tools we're, we're using weren't available you know, two years ago. While we're in a new space, we're taking a lot of the concepts from GameFi, you know, a lot of the governments, governance concepts from from the DeFi space. And those tools that, that allow you to do that, you know, that they, they haven't they hadn't really been tried and proven or existed two years ago. And they've just come to the forefront. And now we have everything we need
0: to execute on our plan. I love it. So so give us a little um a glimpse, you know, you know, say I like this one fighter, Uh, I've been following him for him or her for years and years. And now all of a sudden, uh, you know, this Dow comes out, how do I as a fan, get more involved, right? How do I leverage this new technology to have some uh, have some level of a deeper relationship with karate and uh, the, the sports fighters?
2: Right. Well, it's not even a relationship with the fighter. What, what we're doing goes belong, beyond that. The fans essentially will have complete governance over the league. Um, you know, we've taken all of the league, wow. league's assets. We put them in an offshore foundation and there's no other equity, no games, nothing. The fans, you know, essentially govern everything. Now, they, they, they
0: govern like, you know, who fights who or what do you mean they govern things?
2: So so the major operations, obviously, they need to be done by individuals that have been doing this for for decades. And we're empowering different suppliers in a constrained way. And the governance token does have input into how those suppliers are selected. It basically has full governance over over that. There's no one else making decisions behind the scenes. Um, However, the things that we think the fans will become most excited about are exactly what you said. They, they get to decide, they get a large amount of input into who who fights who. Obviously, there's controls, you know, with the different gaming authorities, things like that, but they'll have control over that. And another big thing, believe it or not, um, fans are very excited uh, about our new talent. Everyone has, you know, their, their champion from another league that wants to move up to karate combat. And we're going to also open that up to a vote of the token holders. Mm-hmm. So we think that you see a low level of Involvement in some of these other DAOs, and because we have a big fan base that's massive, and they're already super enthusiastic about what we're doing, uh, we think we'll have a very, very high participation rate—you know, the highest of any project out there. Period. Um, when we launch in December.
0: Wow. So, so tell us, like, you know, a person will download some app and they'll vote from the app, or is it all web-based? And and also, kind of like, how many? Fans does Karate DAO have already? Yeah, so I
2: think that that's a great way to approach the concept. So from a high level, what we're doing in terms of value to the customer, we think is amazing. And this new Web3 allows us to offer that. So the way it works, and we have a lot of traditional fans that, that might not know anything about crypto. We don't even care if they know it's being powered by crypto or not. It's all about the utility that they're getting. So the way it will work... Um, you know, say you follow us on Instagram or Twitter, the exact criteria aren't aren't going to be released, but you'll, you'll get a notice. Say, look, you have 10,000 cry tokens and there'll be an app. When you pull up the app, it's very simple. We'll have content up there and we'll say, look, this fight is coming and you'll be able to click the fighter and you'll be able to choose the fighter that you believe is going to win. If that fighter wins, you get more tokens. Mm -hmm. The best part is if that fighter loses, you don't lose anything. So we're calling this up-only gaming, and it's a way for you to have a vested interest in the outcome, but you're not staking anything, so it's not regulated game, gaming. But we think it incentivizes our fans to become highly, highly involved in the fighters. And even if you're new to the league, um, you know, it's very easy to become involved. You, know, you get these tokens, you have a free option to pick a winning fighter. You're going to pick that fighter, and, and you're going to watch the coolest fight you've ever seen. So, you know, we're really excited about that. And as far as the numbers, um, you know, we have over 4 million followers pl- cross-platform. We have more followers wow. than any crypto project right now, period.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, that we're coming that.
2: into day one. Um, you know, and, and where we really excel is in video views. Um The number that haven't been released publicly yet this month, but we're doing we did over 200 million video views last month. I believe we were the 26th largest sport on Facebook. And when you think the top 10 are NFL, um, you know, that's quite remarkable. And when we released our DAO plans, we got over 100,000 signups in the first 48 hours alone. Um, So, you know, we've had huge response and our traditional
1: fan base is very excited about this as well. I was just going to ask: Do you know of any other sports leagues that are doing anything like this?
0: I was going to ask the same thing. I bet not even close. Be not,
2: not,
1: not not
2: not even close. So you have um, a number of DAOs that have gone out and bought individual teams, but the amount, but none of them have ever bought a league. And honestly, that's extremely hard to do. You know, you look at the NFL; you have over thirty owners that are all billionaires, and the average team changes hands once over every twenty years. Um, there's very few leagues that 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 were tightly held. Um, and we were in a unique opportunity to give away a huge chunk to the fans and make this transition. I think other leagues will follow us um, because I think this will be successful. I think that, that this is a great model of how to use, you know, the utility of crypto in a traditional sports. So I think people will follow us. But honestly, it's not something easy to do with the way a lot of these traditional sports leagues are set up. But, you know, we, we've always been flexible,
0: pushing forward and, you know, we've been able to pull it off. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, it, you know, I th- kind of think about it from a, a fighter's standpoint as well. Like I bet all these fighters are pretty excited about this new opportunity to get more engagement and all that kind of stuff. Um, but do they also have a new kind of maybe form of upside? Like do they win any more money if they win based on the tokens that are being bet on them or does the fighter have any new sort of maybe um uh, ability to monetize themselves through the DAO?
2: Well, Fire Pay is one of the
0: largest issues in combat sports today.
2: Crypto does an amazing job at aligning incentives. So we think the model that we put together is the best solution for fighter Pay that we've seen out there and aligns incentives perfectly. So there's a few ways that that the fighters interact with the token. First and foremost, as part of our giveaway, we've already given away all of our fighters' tokens. So they all have a vested interest in the upside. More more precisely, in, in an additional way that they're paid, in addition to their normal fighter pay, whenever there's a match, as I said earlier, you get to pick your favorite fighter. All the token holders pick the fighters, they, fighter or fighters they think that are going to win. However, you know you could bet all of your tokens on, not, not bet, you could vote all of your tokens on one fighter to win. So there'll be different fights with larger prize pools. And the fighters, win or lose, get a percentage of the tokens that were, were placed on their fight. So that encourages the fighters to promote their own fights. So if you look at what other leagues are doing, they say, oh, you know, they'll either fire the people that aren't as marketable or they'll just say, hey, go, go be marketable with us. We have a live time data tracker of how that fighter is doing, promoting his fight. So, you know, if he does something crazy, shows up at the weigh-in, you know, with the crocodile, you know, all of a sudden he's going to see his token pool <laughs> go up because people are interested if the crocodile hunter wins the fight, right? Right. Um, so, so that's our setup and we think it provides them upside. Um, and as the, the, the token grows, you know, their percentage of the upside will, will grow as well.
0: Kind of zooming out a little bit. Um, I'm curious, like, how did you kind of come to this idea, not even anything with crypto related, like how did you start Karate.com? And like, how did you, like what was the impetus for that whole thing?
2: Um, Believe it or not, long story short, I I started it because I thought there was a great market opportunity with a large uh, available, you know, market of customers with great product market fit for a product that, that didn't exist yet. And the way I came about that was I was actually looking at investing in other sports leagues. Um, and I saw that a lot of people were copying what the UFC has done because the UFC is so successful.
3: In my mind,
2: um, MMA is going to be a winner. It takes all market on that front. If you have the same rule set, I think most of, the, most of the viewership fans are going to go to the UFC. They have the top fighters. They take 250 fighters. It's, it's pretty hard for these other leagues to compete with them. And I think that's what you've seen in other leagues financials. However, I thought a good thing to do would go the exact opposite way. Rather than try to copy what the UFC is doing, or you know, actually you've had bare knuckle boxing that's been even more gruesome. I've kind of focused on the fun parts of fighting um, and a different cultural takes. So one, you know, we don't have grappling. Um, you know, grappling is you know boring, boring for for the everyday viewer that isn't a technician in the space. And we created fast, faster action fight, but also. You know, culturally, there was there was something missing, you know, you had a lot of people in MMA and a lot of trash talk, you know, where they were saying, look, I'm going to kill your family, you know, very aggressive things. However, a lot of their fans cared about respect. You know, a lot of single sport martial arts Mm -hmm. are about respect. So I thought there was a big hole in the market for something that was exciting, um, more of a mainstream combat sport and also had different values than what you're seeing in the UFC. And the last thing I would add is that while we're not just karate, we're all striking. Karate has one of the biggest fan bases in the world, and there was no pro league prior to us. So, for instance, 100 million people do Shotokan worldwide. Um, 2.5 million people do MMA in the United States. Over 10 million have practiced karate. So, you know, we've got a large built-in customer base that's already extremely Passionate, So, you know, we're encouraged to provide them with a product that that we thought would work and was exciting and fun for everybody as well.
1: That's really cool. Um, When you say it like that, it makes total sense. I mean, so many people did do karate as a kid and so many
0: more would if they had like a superhero to look up to. So in the last 10 years, over $100 billion worth of crypto has been lost or it's been stolen. Now, it's specifically because of poor key management. Scams, hackers, all this stuff. So I want you guys to forget the, the saying, you know, not your keys, not your crypto. Because software and hardware wallets both have the same vulnerability. They have a single private key that could be lost, could be hacked, it could be misplaced. Now, my new sponsor, which is the ZenGo Wallet, is a total game changer. And it's bringing wallet security to a whole nother level. Okay, now check it out. You have to check it out, okay? It's called Zengo. It's an on-chain crypto wallet with no private key vulnerability, and it's leveraging advanced cryptography called MPC, okay? Now, MPC, which until now has only been available uh, to multi-billion dollar institutions, is what secures the Zengo wallet. Now, your Zengo account is also secured by three factors, which makes recovery simple and stress-free. After all, with no private key to steal, your crypto assets and your NFTs are much more difficult to hack. Now, there's a reason why Zengo is able to claim itself as being Web3's most secure wallet. Because Zengo has it all. Multi-chain support, buy and trade and sell support, right? Uh, You you could use it to connect to Web3 dApps. You could store your crypto with it, um, all that stuff. Now, Zengo has legendary in-app 24-7 live support with real humans. Now, guys, at the end of the day, Zengo is the most secure Web3 wallet, and it's the best place to keep your crypto, your NFTs, and your assets secure. It's also fully recoverable using their biometric recovery kit. Now, you can go ahead. You could get started at zengo.com crypto. And if you use that code crypto, you can get $20 back on your first purchase of $200 or more. Again, that's Z-E-N-G-O.com slash crypto, code crypto for $20 back on your first purchase of 200 bucks or more. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now let's get on to the show.
1: Yeah. And speaking of superheroes that we look up to is uh, our boys over at Hedera. Mance Harmon, Lehman Baird. They're building one of the most amazing blockchains in this crypto space. Uh, and that's who you guys have decided to build on, not Ethereum, not Polygon, or any one of the more popular ones, but potentially, um, again, another new innovative thing. What was it about Hedera that made you want to go there and use their different tools than some other platform?
2: Um, so, so so we spoke to all the platforms, and we thought H- Hedera was a great fit uh, for two primary reasons. So one, on, on the tech side, um, you know, we do have a Web3 three- Web three focused team, you know, they reviewed the technology. Um, they they were very excited about it. Um, that's less my MySpace, um, but my interactions with them, and you know, we spoke to all all you know all the people you've sort of mentioned here. Um, when, when when I spoke to them, honestly, I just thought that their their business development side. Um, you know, it was by far the, the best that we had worked with, you know, I think they're really interested in developing, you know, the token. And I think they're you're going to see they brought a lot of other partners um, that we think will develop out that ecosystem. And, you know, we, we want to be a part of that as well. So I think that one of the big, you know, the biggest strengths is honestly what, what we're seeing them doing on the business development side. And, you know, we thought the people over there were, you know, great at what they do and, and great to work with. And we thought it was a perfect fit for us.
0: Do you ever kind of envision a future where um you know the the hedera hash graph is just one blockchain that hosts the karate tokens and they'll be maybe uh cross-chain you'll be able to have karate tokens on uh ethereum or cardano and, and stuff like that maybe you know three or five years down the line are you guys married to one chain
2: yeah well um so we're doing all of our airdrops on hedera uh, okay. but we also have tokens available on ethereum uh, okay. day one so oh, nice. so we're launching on yeah. both networks
0: so so i i i think you mentioned uh the december is like the the launch month uh tokens are going to go live how and i also think i remember you saying you know the the exact um parameters for receiving tokens is not yet um published but what can you tell listeners about how we can get our hands on karate tokens and, and get involved.
2: Well, I, I think the easiest thing is to just, just become a fan, you know, explore what we're doing, you know, take a look at the fights. And if it's something that's, you know, interesting to you and you become involved in the content, you know, I'm sure that the, 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 the league, you know, our goal with the, the airdrop is to become decentralized and, and, and benefit, you know, all of our fans. So I would say the best way to do it is to become a fan. And honestly, you know, I think it's, it's, it's fun. and something that's simple to understand, you know, it may, can be a little complicated, you know, for us, a dentist, anyone that's never fought before. I mean, every, everybody likes blood sport. Everyone likes, you know, action movies and our fights are pretty simple. You know, if you've seen an action movie, you know, you can kind of figure out what's going on in the fight um, and it's easy to tell what's happening. So best way to, to, to
0: become involved in the airdrop, I would say is to, to become a fan and explore our content. As a, um, as a founder and somebody who who has seen your baby kind of go from, you know, nothing to now this amazing huge sports league, was it, you know, kind of a personal question, but was was it like kind of a, a struggle or a, a little bit of like, you know, ca- hard to come to terms with of like giving up control basically and like the decentralization, like you're the most powerful man in this organization and then you have to like sacrifice your control and yourself for you know the greater good the longevity of this ecosystem the decentralized nature was that difficult at all or was it a pretty pretty easy process i mean look
2: obviously there's some disadvantages with any decision but overall i think that That what this move does for the growth of the league completely outweighs any of the negatives, you know, this new customer acquisition tool that we have is incredible and all the different things and the ways that the fans can now interact with the league. um, Are as amazing as well, and I think that'll fuel growth far beyond what we could have done um, without doing that and. You know, at the end of the day, say we're going to go the traditional sports route. And by, by the way, the traditional sports investors did think we were crazy when we, we, we told them we're going through with this plan with the already successful league. But even you go the traditional route, you know, eventually your company is going to go public. There's going to be other owners. You know, it's a natural progression. And the last thing I'd say is, you know, before we've even done the airdrop, we've already gotten amazing input. From, from the community. You know, we already have, we, we, launched our, we launched our new IP plan. We already have 10 people that were building on top of us with the, within a week. Um, we're already starting to, to reap the benefits of this and we're just in the early stages.
1: When someone wants to go out and start a business, you know, they go to LegalZoom or something and they just file an LLC, pay 150 bucks, they're up and running. But when someone wants to start a DAO, that whole process is completely hazy, especially on something that's not Ethereum Can you walk us through the actual process of the DAO creation and mention some of the tools that you needed to really get up and running, do the accounting and all that other stuff in the back office that people are just not aware of? Yeah, I
2: I think so. Yeah, you actually answered the question. Lots of lawyers and, and lots of learning because there's no tried and true way. And what we're doing is different from everybody else. So we took what we can from the other projects we thought were doing things correctly. Um, but a lot of it we had to kind of produce ourselves. And I think, you know, I think it'll be great when there's more, when we have more clarity on, on the regulation. So then there can be more, cookie, not cookie cutter models, but more of a clear path. I think it'll make it easier for everyone. Um, and, and I'm sure we're going to get there. Unfortunately, we're, we're some of the first movers. So we're having to deal with that. But you know, I, I I would say, you know, we hired, you know, the best lawyers in the space and we just sat down and understood what a lot of the other DAOs did. And I think the big difference with us is that there were no smoke and mirrors. You know, some of the other tokens out there, it was unclear who really controlled what. And, you know, as I do more work, it sounds like, you know, some of these other things, you know, that when the control was opaque, you know, they weren't necessarily running things perfectly behind the scenes. You know, with us, our goal is to make it as transparent as possible. Yeah, you know, it's very complicated, but if we make it transparent, and given that we're putting such a valuable business into the structure, it's important to us that people realize they really do have this this governance. So. You know, I'd say that that was one of the big differences that we had to really figure out how to be as transparent as possible. You know, you're going to see lots of documents about how we did this that are all going to be public. And then the other big thing was, you know, it's a sports league which requires unique things that other DAOs don't. So how we set up those supplier relationships, how our suppliers are selected, um, things like that were much different from what you'd have in, say, you know, say a DeFi token. Um, so we had to kind of, you know, chop a lot of our own wood there. Um, but you know, it, it, it took a lot of time and I, I think it's ultimately going to prove more than worth it. Um, you know, it's just certainly a transaction cost there, but it is what it is. And I think over time, it'll be easier and easier for others to adopt the structure as it should
4: be. Hey guys, TiVo here to tell you about the UFi Video Lock, a smart lock, a 2K camera, and a doorbell all in one. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit ufeofficialcom slash video lock. Again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. VideoLock. Video Lock. Get complete control over your front door.
5: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone.
0: I'm so curious about like just all the different iterations of where this can go because, you know, we haven't even talked about NFTs yet. And I, I don't know if Karate DAO has plans for it, but I could envision a future where, you know, people could win. Um, you know, they make the right bet, they bet the most or whatever, you know, they um, they voted. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they win and you could get an NFT like the knockout from that fight or something. And, you know, There, people could you know trade them or whatever. But do you guys have any any plans for NFTs uh, on the platform?
2: Yes. So the way that, that we're approaching that is different than a, than a lot of others. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're earlier early in our plan, so I can't give away too many of the details. But from a high level for the first three years, we're, we're going to be, you know, not open license, but if you follow a few basic terms, we're going to allow a large number of builders to utilize our IP. Um, and that's going to be out shortly, the specifics of that. And we also have a unique way that all this IP is going to, that's generated, you know, almost open license is going to come back to benefit the fighters and benefit the token holders directly. So, I can't say exactly what is what's going to happen, but an example of that could be, you know, if someone builds, you know, a successful NFT project and for the portion of compensation that goes to the league you know they're going to be dropping nfts directly to the holders and for the portion that goes to the fighters they'll drop the nfts to the fighters um but we're looking more at constructs like that and you know being being open source you know we've already so we announced that i think two weeks ago with a week you know we had 10 people that are already building interesting products projects on top of us and all
1: that will come back to benefit the token holders all right so you've got some amazing things already built but In the dream world, like who would be the best potential partnership or celebrity fighter that you could bring in? Would you bring in like a Logan Paul just so he could get his ass kicked, or a Mike Tyson (laughs) just for the draw? Like who's like your dream like collaboration? Well, it's funny. I'm not
2: going to throw out you know the potential names. Um, That more comes from our fight department, but we are talking to. You know, a lot of people along those lines. Um, you know, we already have a few few influencers. Um, but as far as, you know, like current fighters, we already have some of the best guys. Um, so from, from the sort of commentator influencer perspective, you know, we're already working with George St. Pierre, arguably the best mixed martial artist of all time. But once again, the people we take from MMA, you know, their background is in karate or striking. Um, GSP started in karate. Uh, We have Steven Wonderboy Thompson, you know, one of the top strikers in the UFC, also with a background in karate. Um, We have Bass Rudin, karate guy, also a former UFC heavyweight champion. Um, And Lyoto Machida, one of the best-known guys for using... Uh, karate in the UFC. So as far as the the top strikers, we're already working with a with a number of them. Um, you know, I think you you will see you know some of those guys in in the ring as well. And we're also talking to a number of influencers. Um, can't throw any names out. You know, obviously we would love to have you know Jake or Logan Paul in. Um, yeah, they're focused more on boxing right now. But I think this is more exciting and it works. You know, it, it resonates better with their their fans so you know we'd love to get those guys in the pit
1: that's awesome there's some guys here in the crypto space that actually do a lot of fighting too there's uh ben Askren and adam charles and uh john kim handful of other guys too Hmm. that'd be kind of cool to see uh some people from the crypto industry maybe put one of those guys up against richard hart (laughs) yeah
2: there's also a um there's also a uh, crypto, I guess, Twitter fight in, in Dubai in, in November. Um, we've actually sponsored uh, two of the guys there. Uh, one of the guys, Ponzi Trader, he's in the, the head card. It's boxing, unfortunately. You know, maybe we'll get them to move over to a more exciting rule set like what we do next year. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always excited for the, the crossover between combat sports, crypto. It's something that everyone can understand. And, and we want to be, you know, the first native Web3 sport that's really for the community.
4: Amazing. hell yeah
0: now, now tell us you know kind of outside of anything that maybe you're working on um or affiliated with what's like another crypto project or ecosystem or hell maybe uh some kind of company like what what is uh one other aspect of crypto that you're really uh paying attention to right now
2: so i i, I followed um you know, I've been following crypto for, 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 for a long time now, but from a high level, you know, unfortunately, because I'm running a sports league, I don't get to follow a lot of the projects day to day. You know, I'm I'm actually a pretty big DeFi fan. Uh, nice. Unfortunately, I kind of caught it on the way down. Um, but, you know, before before this, 10 years ago, I was in finance. And I think just a lot yeah. of these trends, um, you know, crypto can do a lot of these financial tools much better. Um, you know, I think the DeFi space is is still early. Um, yeah, I think what the guys at your finance are doing is interesting, you know, not only from, you know, the, what the project does, but also I think, you know, from a governance perspective, you know, what they're doing is quite, quite interesting. And, you know, we've definitely taken a lot of things from these different projects.
0: Amazing. Yeah. I, I think the, the stuff that Wi-Fi is doing, um, is pretty phenomenal. Uh, well, this has been awesome. I, you know, Robert, I am curious, just as kind of a closing question, um, from a guy who's been in the space for a long time uh, and for a guy who's been you know running you know a large you know, multinational company what's what's one word of advice that you could give to our listeners you know from from your perspective uh, just for for someone who you know crypto 101 probably a new crypto user somebody who's just get, breaking into the space
2: here's what, here's what I think is interesting um, and, and it's sort of the core of what we're doing you've got all these new tools and you're saying, okay, you know, you got the game five space and they're, they're using these tools and we copied a lot from them. We think the customer acquisition is great, but you see a whole bunch of games and and a lot of them are similar. You know, what we did is we took a business that had nothing to do with crypto, um, Alan, and we took some of those tools and we said, Hey, you know, these can really be- benefit our customer acquisition, right? I- I'm competing with, you know, UFC One Championship. You know, they have to spend all this money and advertising to get their customers to care about a new fighter. I can use this crypto tool, airdrop them tokens, and they can vote on the fighter for free. I can guarantee you that guy's going to watch the fight. So what we did is we took a lot of these new tools and applied them to a traditional business in a very Web three way. We didn't just say, hey, look, you know, we have a sports league. We want to make some money. Go sell some NFTs. So my advice would be if you run a traditional business with all the tools available, now is the time to start looking at, you know, what some of these other projects are doing. And I'd be really interested. I haven't thought about it, but I'm sure there's so many traditional businesses out there that rather than just a small crypto item can really can really apply a lot of these Web3 tools to really benefit their business truly in a new way. You know, that's what we've done. I think, you know, the industry is early there. And I think that you're going to see, you know, that happen over the next decade. And we're, I'm really excited about how it turns out. And, you know, I think they should all fo- they should all follow us to see what happens. You know, if we're either going to do be successful <laughs> or go down a blaze of glory, I can promise you it'll be interesting and <laughs> think it'll work and we're excited about it.
1: I cannot glory sounds like, uh, the perfect name for your new video game. Whenever that's coming out, (laughs) karate.com presented by EA sports
0: 2023. Let's go. Yeah. Love (laughs) it. Now we're, we're excited to follow along on the journey with you, Robert. You're welcome back here at at any time. This has been a ton of fun. Um, and and if people want to, want to follow you guys, I know you guys got some popular social handles. Uh, can you shout them out real quick before we let you go?
2: Sure. I mean, karate.com has it all. You know, our Instagram is just karate, combat Twitter. Um, you know, they're all just labeled as karate combat. Nice. We're having a fight, um, October 29th. It's Halloween theme. It's in universal studios. Um, wow. it's one of the coolest events out there. So we have a pit where you can see the fights directly. Um, we have a virtual background behind it. It's like blood sports. So follow us on our
0: social handles and, and watch the fight October 29th. It's, it's always a blast. I'm nearby, so guys, you might catch me there as well. I might have to pop down for the weekend. That would be awesome. <laughs> you're, you're, you're invited.
2: We'll, we'll we'll put you pit side. All of your all of your viewers will be able to watch you as well. <laughs>
0: hey, if you're serious, I'm gonna follow up after this and get there. <laughs>
2: so oh, no, awesome. I am. Look, I look forward to seeing seeing you there. Let's now. go.
0: All right, well, Robert, let's. Uh, we'll wrap things up here, but we hope you have a great rest of your day uh, and look forward to speaking to you soon. Great. Thanks. It was a pleasure.